Along with Jeremy Poplin and Scott File, I am Colby Daniels. Dusty Dvorak joining us via the Blitz Hotline. Um, real quickly, seven and a half wins. The opening line for the Sooners. Is that right? Ooh. Is that too light? I was a little surprised. I thought the number would be eight or eight and a half. Seven and a half. That's when you look at the schedule, though, man. It is a daunting, daunting schedule for the Oklahoma Sooners next year in their first year in the SEC. But man. That is a low, low win total uh, for a, a proud program like Oklahoma. I, I, I'd have to lean early on the over, but I don't think it's just a layup. I, I think that we've talked about this. Nine wins or more is a really good season. Eight wins, I think that that's where you need to be. But if you fall below that win total, you're seven and five team. That's going to be going to be some angry folks around the uh, the Oklahoma program next year in the first season of the SEC. Yeah, I mean, it's a bunch of new opponents that you're not going to have the luxury of, of having history with and, and being able to, to some degree, carrying over, you know, the familiarity from year to year with maybe a coaching staff and philosophies and, and just the way that, you know, the, the reason why conference play is always so intriguing. Uh, you don't really have any of, the, of that and, and vice versa, I guess. Uh, but regardless of what the football looks like and regardless of the strengths and weaknesses of this OU team, if you just look at the opponents on the schedule and where some of the road trips are and, and who some of the, the personnel of some of those teams, like it's, it's more than reasonable to say that is within the realm of possibility, right? Like I, I, I oh, it's yeah. a low number. There are a lot of people that I think are upset about it and I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but if, if they hit seven wins this year, would I be shocked? Absolutely not. That is no. a brutal gauntlet that they're going to have to run through. And then look, you add a, a young quarterback to the equation. You add maybe some questions about an offensive line uh, to that entire mix. And yeah, it's, I think that's more than, than reasonable to, to see that happening. Now, I also expect that those areas of concern are going to get better as the season goes on. And I don't think that every game that I kind of view as a, a coin flip is going to go in the loss column, but I, th- there are, at least six or more losable games on that schedule. Let me ask you this. I totally agree. Uh, how many games are they going to be underdogs in? Because I think they're going to be underdogs likely in six games. Now, I, that may change once we get in season, injuries happen. Obviously, T, Oklahoma may be way better than we thought. Missouri or Old Miss or Tennessee may not be as good as people think right now. But as it sits right now, they're going to be an underdog to Alabama at home. I think that's going to happen. Yes. Right? They're going to be an underdog to Texas. That's going to happen. They're going to be an underdog at LSU. Yes. That's three. They're going to be an underdog at Oxford, Mississippi. Yes. That's four. They're going to be an underdog more than likely could change in Columbia, Missouri. Agreed. That's five. That's five. Now, I don't – Auburn, Alabama, I'm not I'm not guaranteeing. It's possible they're underdog. It's possible they're not. Tennessee coming to Norman, that's probably a coin flip type of game. So that's five games going into the season. I said six. Five games that I think if, if the odds were out right now, they're definitively an underdog. I think there's a question on Tennessee. I think Oklahoma would be a slight favorite right now, not by much. And I think that game in Auburn, I agree. if Oklahoma's a favorite, it's a field goal or less. So five games going into the year, you're an underdog in, and two other, maybe you're a field goal four-point favorite. 
at, at seven of your 12 games, they're going to be an absolute knockdown drag out. Like there is just, there's not a lot of gimmies on that schedule, which is part of the new reality in this wild world, the SEC. I, I completely agree. I was about to say, I think five for sure. If I had to bet today on what the lines would be, five for sure. And then to your point, I think those two with Tennessee at home and then at Auburn are coin flip type types where maybe maybe you're a slight favorite, but it wouldn't be by much, or maybe you're a slight underdog. But those ones to me are are very close. And look, if Auburn were in Norman, I don't think that one probably is in the same Correct. Uh, spot. But the fact that it's on the road in that environment, uh, yeah, I think that's probably a coin flip type of game at this point in the season. So, uh, yeah, that it's, I mean, to say that, again, I don't think they would lose all of those, but is it crazy to say that, that they, they go five and seven? No, I don't think it is crazy. Um, it, it's, it's definitely possible. And, you know, I think the early portion of the season is going to be so important just because you you got to get, I think, your your young guys comfortable and you got to develop chemistry on that offensive line. You've got to get your quarterback up to speed very, very quickly because once I think you get to that Tennessee game, I mean, it is a gauntlet the rest of the way. And oh. I'm not trying to and, – and look, Houston – and Tulane aren't aren't necessarily gimmies. I think OU wins both yeah. of those games, but it's not one of the, those aren't games where I think you can just show up and the other team lays down for you, right? Like you, you're going to have to earn those games. Well, I know Michael Pratt's gone, but the last time Tulane came to Norman, uh, I mean it it was almost a complete disaster. I know because I was on the call on ABC from that hurricane game that was shifted from New Orleans to Norman. And and speaking of the head coach from Tulane, right. who was coaching in that game, Willie Fritz is now in Houston. I think he's going to do a heck of a job early and often getting that culture completely flipped from where it was with Dana Holgerson. I'm with you. I think they win both those games, but those are not just walks in the park. If there was ever a perfect, a great year for Oklahoma to have multiple buys, it is this year. Like they will need that ability to catch their breath because that schedule is absolutely brutal. On the flip side, Texas at 10 and a half. I think Texas is going to be good. I don't know, man. That thing's a little inflated to me. I mean, Georgia's coming to Austin and it's still a new SEC schedule. I thought Oklahoma was a little light and I thought Texas maybe a little bit overinflated in their first years in the SEC, but it definitely got my juices flowing. It got me all excited uh, even though we know the schedule, but looking at those win totals and starting to look at some of these way too early top 25s, man, I can't wait for next college football season. It's going to be awesome. What's what's your take on the CFP looks like going to the 5-7 model? Makes the most sense. Uh, it's, it's a no-brainer. Um, look, I don't even know what Washington State, Oregon State's holding out for anymore because, you know, they put into place, you've got to have at least eight teams to be eligible, to be an automatic qualifier. It makes more sense for Washington State, Oregon State to for it to go to 5-7 because they got to be one of the at-large teams. And that's the only holdup. Every other conference, because they get to keep their seat and their vote as Pac-12 members until the end of this two more years with this current cycle. So uh, I, think it, I think it makes the most sense. I'm fine with the group of five, at least for now. I'm fine with them having representation. Uh, and at least feeling like they're part of the party long-term will that hold? I, I'm questionable on that, but at least for now, I'm good with it. Uh, I think we're going to have wild debate on those seven 
at-large teams. I think that for anybody to think that this, this uh, the the arguing and the hand wringing on uh, the the for the committee is going to get easier, I think they're crazy. Uh, especially now that there's there's home field games at stake with where you know five through eight are going to fall. I think it's it's going to be fascinating. But I think, I think five seven makes the most sense and. Uh, I'm sure you also saw that uh, ESPN comes to an agreement right. on a six-year extension for $7.8 billion with a B. That's $1.3 billion they're shelling out annually uh, for this extended playoff. And I know that a lot of people thought it was going to get, you know, go to market and we might see it like an NFL model. Uh, I would have been fine with that, but I'm elated uh, that my employer for the foreseeable future has at least the rights to all the playoff games. Now, they may sell off some of those portions to a Fox, to an NBC, to a CBS, maybe some of the early rounds. I don't think you'll see that with the semis. I don't think you'll see that with the championship game for sure. But um, if you're telling me that it, um, it it's going to stay with ESPN, at least the control, and it gives me that much of a better chance to call a playoff game in the foreseeable future. <laughs> Kobe Daniels, I'm going to be a little selfish, and I'm here for that party. I like that kind of party. Again, if you need a, you know, somebody to carry the bags or something, just just keep me in mind for that situation. So you're on my speed dial, my All friend. Right. You're on my speed dial. All right, buddy. Hey, I will. Uh, I will look forward to a fondue update on Friday. Enjoy the steaks tonight, and uh, happy have a happy Valentine's Day. Same to you and your uh, beautiful bride. Happy Valentine's Day to all the uh, the great ladies out there. We'll talk to you on Friday. That is Dusty Dvorak joining us via the Blitz hotline. I'm Colby Daniels along with Jeremy Poplin and Scott File. You're listening to the Blitz 1170, and we are streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.